This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. If you're on the hunt for show-stopping flavor for your thirst, skip the blah and grab a Sparkling Ice. With over 17 original flavors made with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is the anything-but-subtle bottle of tasty goodness all in on bold flavor that you can taste. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies and TV shows out now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. Lots to talk about today. I get laughed at every time I try to do an intro. I don't know why. I don't know why. why. I, don't know I, just, why I think it's funny because you started the um, like tagline of saying, we have a lot to talk about in pop culture, which just sounds so like, how do you do, fellow kids? But now it's become the real line that we say. A so lot of people have been know. asking what's going on in pop culture. Right, like even saying like what's going on in pop culture is like how's the weather? <laughs> well, what are you supposed to what are you supposed to call know. it? It's just like a lot happening. What's the big gossip? Yeah. What, people are what are we talking about today? So much is going on in business. So much is going on. <laughs> like in business, in the economy. Should we start Small Business Woman magazine? <laughs> Three Betch Movers magazine. Oh man. Pop culture. What is going on in pop culture? Um, this isn't going on in pop culture, but I've been watching a show, a British show from like that started in 2017 it's like not or maybe they're they're doing the last season now but it's so refreshing to watch what's it called it's called the unforgotten i'm watching it on prime it's good it's good yeah i mean i like it but it's more so just like kind of refreshing i think it's it was on pbs masterpiece (laughs) (laughs) but it's refreshing because like so many british shows especially like detective shows they're just like feature regular people (laughs) No, but it's not. There's so many. They feature like regular people oh. and it's not like glitzy and glamoury. And I don't feel like I'm watching like Selling Sunset. You know what I mean? Yes. I kind of agree. What is what is that show? That Bad like, Sisters? No. No. That's Irish. Broad Church, first What's of all. Broad Church? That was the one yeah. along the sea? Yeah. It's yes. sort of like but Olivia Coleman is and is so famous and so is the other guy. <laughs> What's that <laughs> other one with Olivia Coleman where they buried the people in their yard? Which, but they're oh, British. That was on HBO. Yeah, but that also had the same sort of vibe, oh, which sort I like. I know it's what not you're the same about. though. I mean, like a standard. Like, it's slow, like a standard detective show, like a on that was that was on BBC, like originally. Yeah, and okay, so before that, I watch. I'm on a kick. Before that, I was watching um, this other British slash French show called The Tunnel, and it stars like Stannis Baratheon, and <laughs> that was not at that. I like the um, Unforgotten more, but. I'm just on this like it's weird because it's soothing, but it's about like really fucked up murders. I like that. I yeah, like something I'd be into. <laughs> but it's su- it's like subtle, and I like just can't stop watching it. I like that too. It's like a good vibe. It's not <laughs> so it? um... no, but it's like the murders are like about children, and it's like really fucked. Well, up. I haven't seen that. I'm just talking about <laughs> British shows in general. I like what you're saying about how they're not like so glitzy, and they're not. It's all kind of just dependent on the script and the acting. The acting is so good. And the and I haven't seen like many of these actors before. And it's almost like you believe that these are just like real people. Right. Because you don't have their whole right. your their whole history. And they don't in your have head. like so much Botox. You know, it's just 
It just feel like real people. I think this could yes. be a segment. It's like, what sort of obscure show are you watching that you like kind of want to recommend, but like not wholeheartedly, but like sort of. <laughs> you need like a PBS masterpiece like subscription <laughs> to watch this, which you I've been stealing. One? No, I've been stealing from my dad. Don't tell Amazon Prime. Your dad has one? Yeah, because he recommended this to me. So. Okay. Oh. You know, I like the idea of an obscure show segment because it would give me a little more permission to watch them without feeling like this was a total waste of my time and I should be watching something I could talk about for my job, which does happen sometimes. <laughs> do, do you know what I like on that note? This isn't that obscure because it has major celebrities in it. Platonic on, on Apple TV. Oh, I, have, oh, I I've, heard good things about that. I haven't watched it yet. I don't like endorse it wholeheartedly, but it's like an entertainment. That's what I've watch. heard you about feel it. that about that's okay. Yeah. You know. That's what I've heard is like, it's like a half endorsement about this show. It's yes. like good. And like some people find it funny and some people are like, mm, it's a little like cheesy funny. Like it's not like so funny. I wouldn't say it's cheesy. It's like a little like stupid sometimes, but. Right. Maybe that's it. It's kind of like, but sometimes there's like a really funny line. Do you know what I mean? And just like, it's fun to watch Seth Rogen and Rose, Rose Byrne because they're just like funny actors. But the the plot is like, sort of stupid the plot is basically just like rose Byrne and um seth rogan are platonic friends and that's like the whole and plot that's it. right and her accent goes in and out right yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all plot. i've heard <laughs> right that part is weird but like it's like kind of, it's a kind of a clowny show i enjoyed it i think if there was like really good tv on right now which there's not i probably wouldn't be looking forward to it so much but the finale was last night and i was like so excited but it's really because i have nothing else to watch should try the uh, you should get a PBS masterpiece login. Oh well, now on, on the note of obscure weird crime shows, is I've been watching. I think that that um, my TV is listening to me because I'm being fed like married to evil on HBO Max <laughs> about like people who are married to like murderers, and then I've also been watching Betrayal, which was like you know when in Hulu randomly shows you like an ABC podcast to documentary type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so really. I watched that too. They're all like pretty bad, but oh, you know, did you guys see that show with Kaylee Cuoco? And um, oh no, not and the guy Christmas Cena about the yeah about the the true crime podcasts. Is it good? Oh, I did see that. That is happening. It came up on my on my uh, scroll. What do yeah. you? What do we you think watched of it? the whole thing in like two days. Oh, so you it, liked it? Not necessarily. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, watching something in two days. You just were so excited to tell us about a show. Right. No, but I didn't. But it's like, again, it's one of those, you know, one of those shows you're like, I need to finish this, but I don't like, like it that much. Yeah. It's bad. Good. Yes. We've talked about this, but we've talked about these distinctions before. It's bad. Good. It's bad. This is another one that is bad. Good. Like kind of funny premise, but also like sort of absurd. I keep forgetting what good, bad versus bad, good means. Bad, good is something that's like not done necessarily perfectly well but you still really like it okay and good bad is something that's good that's supposed to be good but it's actually not as good as like it's positioned as being and as like well as it's done like give us examples. it should be better maybe like the undoing is good bad okay. and like um i'm not sure like what you were i think based on a true story is like bad good and like that makes sense. What's that show we liked a while ago with Lucy and Steven? Lying. Oh. Tell oh. me lies. Tell, Tell me, me lies. That's, that's bad, bad good. good. 
And then okay. another good bad show would be like stuff on like HBO would be oh, like that. You know what that that show right. that like the age. idol, the idol. The idol. I mean, no, that's bad. The bad. idol's like bad bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. Gilded bad. Age. Gilded Age, I think, sort is good, good bad. bad. Good bad. Good yeah. bad. Yeah. You know what show is bad good? Also, is any of you watch Beef? Yes, I watched, I watched the first like, half. some of it, but yeah. yeah, that is bad good. Like it could have been really good, but it's not. It's, it's like, bad bad good. Yeah, but it wasn't okay. positioned to be like amazing and there aren't like parts of it that are done like so well that you're like this mm-hmm. is right good you know I feel like when you say good or bad you really mean like lowbrow or highbrow not really though because it's mean? like has to do with how it is like how it actually turns but like, out okay for example gilded age intention high very good so you're saying it's bad it's bad no bad. I'm saying it's good bad gilded <laughs> age is good bad gilded age is good bad we agreed, right? Oh, it's good, bad. I thought we were saying it was no. bad, good. <sighs> Pretty, tell me lies is bad, good. Beef is oh, bad, good. So, so the first word, oh, the first is, word the is, the is the intention. The and the second, second word is, is like the actual what you effect. felt about it. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Okay, that's so oh, much better as a formula. And think about it. You can remember it because the intention comes before the result. So good uh, age is good, bad. Good, bad. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. And like true blood, for example. That's uh, let me do it. Let me like, do it. Let me do it. <laughs> I'm not. That's a tough one, though. I think True Blood is either good, good, or bad, good. I think it was good, bad for its time, but it's bad, good for now. Okay. If you okay. guys are still with us. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of At Betches is brought to you by Framebridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a longtime user of Framebridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust. But Framebridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically everything in my house has been framed by Framebridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by Framebridge. We've hung a gallery wall. Framebridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online and they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult, but Framebridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print or mail in an item using their free secure prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've been to therapy for many years, and whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue, come out on the other side, and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough, and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of shows, let's talk about the Emmys. Oh, really yeah. Quick. There are so many exciting things. I am excited to watch the Emmys. Me too. I have been excited to watch any when is awards it? show. I don't know. Oh, it's- <laughs> She's counting down. September 18th. Oh, man. I hope I'm not in the hospital then, but oh. um, let's, I would like to watch it. Could it be your birthing soundtrack. <laughs> and the award for best, you through. Yes, for best drama succession. And I'm like, it's and the drama would be you giving birth. You can name your son Brian Cox. <laughs> <laughs> or Logan Roy. Or Logan Roy. Logan Roy Drexler. I, you know, I did say that a few times. <laughs> the funny thing about the nominees, first of all, Succession got 27. Just want to holler at our BFFs. Also funny within Succession is that Brian Cox, Kendall, <laughs> and Roman are all nominated for Best Actor in a drama series, which is so fun. They're not all going to win. Who do you think is going to win of those? Kendall. I think Kieran Culkin's going to win. No. I, I think Kendall. I mean, again, we're, we're replaying the dynamic that I'm not rooting for rooting for Kendall. Has I, Brian Cox won before? I feel like he has. Jeremy Strong has won. He's won. Oh, so maybe then Roman might win. No, it's not about who I'm rooting for. It's more about who do I think they're going to pick. I think they're going to pick Kieran Culkin. Because he because yeah, he hasn't won it? yet. Because I think this season he was better. Was, I think he stretched further than Kendall did in this season. Potentially, you're right. Sarah Snook might also win Best Actress in a Drama. I think she's going to win for the scene on the boat. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what else like was was notable. Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump was Rules. nominated, which Hilarious. is just could you you could never have predicted. It's like Donald Trump being the president. Who is the one who gets the award for that? I bet the executive producers. producers. Yeah. Right. Also funny, notable, is that The Bear was nominated like many, many times, I think 13, but for comedy. Like everyone in the comments, like I was looking at Jeremy Allen White's Instagram and all of them and like, so proud of you, but in what fucking world is this a comedy? (laughs) And uh, I'm like, I guess I kind of see it maybe in terms of just like the process or logistics they have to decide whether they label themselves as comedy and they knew that they were had no chance of winning drama if succession is in there so maybe they like submitted themselves as sort of a comedy but i feel like the bear is a comedy just the same as succession is a comedy i would think that succession i think succession is more of a comedy but obviously they want the prestige of being drama do you watch the bear yeah i I, I watched like the first season but- i don't like it that much did you watch the second season? No. No, I didn't watch the second season, but I will watch the second season. I love chef shows. So like, just love right. it. Like, I, I love do. Ratatouille. <laughs> I, love, chef. I love Top Chef. <laughs> I, I, just, I do want to watch season I actually, I think I, th- I think I particularly don't like chef shows. You know that, that movie Chef? I, I love that, that movie. movie. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. I love it. I've With seen John it like Favreau? 400 times. I didn't yeah. see it. Jennifer Coolidge nominated, rooting for her. I feel like she'll win just because, like, I think she will too. She's, you know, she's the moment. Jennifer Coolidge is best supporting actress in a drama series. Oh, that was 
smart of them to put her in that category. Also, Megan Faye from White Lotus, too, oh. is in there. So is Sabrina Impacatiore, Aubrey <laughs> Plaza. Oh, my God. Jay Smith Cameron from Succession. That's going to be hard. I do think Jennifer Coolidge will win, though. Okay. Let's talk about Britney Spears. She had a, kind of a chaotic week last week, but now she has a book coming out. So it's called The Woman in Me. Um, comes out October 24th. There was a bidding war and it's being published by Gallery. Gallery, like who published our books? Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's already topped the bestseller list in its pre-sale. I'm not surprised. And Brittany says, my book is coming out very, very soon. I worked my ass off for this book. I had a lot of therapy to get this book done. So you guys better like it. If you don't like it, that's fine too. <laughs> Imagine editing. Keep going. Goes, Someone who writes that way. way. <laughs> she added, I'm going to Bermuda, Bahamas. Come on, pretty mama. Miyago. Is it Machigo? Machigo, baby, why don't we go? She I thought said, it was Montego. And I thought it was Key Largo. Montego. So too. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. This is Britney's interpretation. This is Britney's version. version. <laughs> Why is yeah. she going to the Caymans? She obviously had to have had a writer. Ghost a ghostwriter. Yeah. I hope. I hope so, too. Like, just for uh, for our... Unless it's like a book of haikus or something. <laughs> or Instagram A book of captions. captions could be good. We can look into that and we'll let you guys... We'll let you know. I mean, I am definitely interested in reading this. Yeah. Regardless. I'm interested in having one of you summarize it for me. That yeah, can I happen. Think, I think that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you're interested in in me I'm interested it. in Bachelor Society, as in Sammy covering it in the books. I mean, this is definitely the book we're picking that week, and I'm I'm excited. I, A lot happening in September and October. The Emmys, Britney's book. <laughs> So the woman in me, it's like I'm not a girl yet, not yet a woman. And do you that's think that's I like a of. nod to that song? I think it has to be because if it's something else, I don't know what what the meaning of that would be. Because it's right. like, I mean, I'm just trying to find the woman her, in me. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. The cover is her no shirt. Maybe it has to do with like the conservatorship and like she's not a child. She's mm. a woman. Yeah. Like the like woman that. in her is coming out. Yeah. 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 All right. Speaking of people whose names start with a B. The Barbie movie is everywhere. The premiere, several premieres and several press tours have been just, I feel nonstop happening. It's impossible yet. It's working. I really want to see it. It's working. I agree. I really want to see it. I might even want to do this whole double feature thing. It kind of sounds like a fun event. Why not? I have no idea still what the other movie is about. (laughs) The nuclear bomb. The creation of the nuclear bomb. I want to see that so bad. You know what else starts with B? Boring. Do you guys want to go see the Barbie movie? When it yes. Comes out? Should we get tickets? So, yeah, so let's badly. actually do that. I really want to see it. I'm Can really excited. Can someone have excited. a Barbie theme party? I feel like we're yes. in the mood to go to a Barbie I would so party. do a Barbie theme party. Should we do the movie and then go to the party right after? Can we just yeah. see the movie? Okay, <laughs> okay Jordana, we'll have we'll the party. We'll have the party. Aileen will drop you off and then we'll go to the <laughs> thank party. You, yeah. Thank you. Okay, and look. Maybe she'll get some. Maybe we'll get enough people interested in the party that she'll get FOMO. And it's not. It's not about the FOMO or the party. It's more just like, oh, I have to wear pink. Like, where am you I going to find pink. it? But you do love pink, Aileen. Yes, I, I mean, love pink. I just have a lot of pink sweatshirts, not like pink summer dresses. Do you want to borrow one? It's like a really specific issue. Okay, wait. But let's 
go back to Barbie. They released very little about this movie. I was reading an article. I don't know why. It must have been a slow day. I was reading an article about like Barbie's like stunt double or Margot Robbie's stunt double. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't even tell like the stunt double what it was about. They just like literally were like, stand here, do this, whatever. And like they were very, very secretive about whatever the plot is. I think that was probably smart because there were probably so many like doubters about this movie from the beginning and people who like want to snark on it and want to be like kind of hatery about it Mm -hmm. that their best bet was to like keep expectations low, be quiet about everything and then kind of like build buzz once people have confirmed that it's good and then like invest to the level of how good they believe it really is. But they've had premieres, but, right? So I kind of want to like, it's out. People have seen it. So now I want to know. I've read good. What I've seen. You've read good things? They've all been very good. Funny. Everything I've seen was that it's a positive. Yeah. But they, I wouldn't say that they're keeping expectations low. Like my No, expect- now they're keeping, expe- now the expectations are high, but I think they were keeping them low for a while or like not allowing them to be higher than like they thought the movie was good i assume it's campy right yeah Yeah. i think there's like a like a satire vibe humor musical satire it could win an oscar you never know michael Sarah is in it i didn't know michael Sarah was in it yeah and apparently there was like a big group chat of the cast and michael Sarah's not in it because he has a flip phone (laughs) i read that in in an article i in all of the photos i just am so in awe of the fact that like Margot Robbie exists and this movie exists and the two have come together as this perfect pairing. Like it's kismet. Like she is Barbie. Like even when she stands with her legs just like straight, like she wore a really short skirt for one of the last premiere. I don't know where it was, but her legs look just like Barbie. (laughs) But she, it's because she stands like that, but she stands like that in all her red carpet appearances, if you notice. Like that is her stance. No, 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 not just the Barbie ones. If you look at her in like the Met Gala, if you look at her in like past red carpet appearances, she actually kind of stands a little bit stiff like that. Uh And it's kind of funny. I agree. She, I feel exactly the same way. Like I'm mesmerized by looking at how she is Barbie come to life. It's like if you had actually, if they had CGI animated the doll, you would get Margot Robbie. It's why I just don't get how it used to be. She's so pretty. I think they were probably going for like a a more obvious, overtly subversive angle at that, at that point. Right. They must. And now they're going like a little campy, positive humor, I think. Right. I mean, it seems like it's going to be like, funny like uh, very like self-deprecating I would assume but everyone on these red carpet appearances and I've seen it like you said everywhere like it's a little bit too it's bordering on too much everyone looks like they're having a really good time I know like it's like the opposite of that Ashton Kutcher Reese Witherspoon (laughs) red carpet stuff everyone looks like they're just having like a ton of fun like really happy to be there I feel like they were again this is another thing they were really smart about like I bet they saw like the don't worry darling press like red carpets and saw how a red carpet vibe can really set the tone for how people receive a movie. Mm. Also, the movie has to be has good. To be good. Yeah. But once they knew it was good and like knew other people agreed that it was good, it feels like exciting. It's kind of like, you know, how the like White Lotus characters, like the actors will post from being in Italy and it looks like so fun. Kind of reminds me of that. But yeah, out on that, the red carpet. Like I could only sort of be- judge it right now on the, Barbie and Ken but like even just just going back to how perfect Marco is her acting range 
goes into funny, right? Like she can be funny and sarcastic and like she does that. And then it's also amazing. Sure, people say that he's older, but like that Ryan Gosling exists. He's as Ken. This, like funny, but also the body is exactly Ken and hair and face. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yes, yeah, sure. Like again, he's an older version of Ken. But his persona and acting rage fits into this exact type of movie. It's just like, it's just wild. And Greta Gerwig as the writer. Also, her whole vibe fits into that, too. Even Margot Robbie is a little old to be playing Barbie. Ugh, but she what, just, how old just, is Barbie? Barbie is every like age. I feel like they're always talking about Barbie's little sister, and she's like eight. So Barbie well, must be like a half too. sister. Maybe she's, I don't know. I mean, Barbie's honestly, sister. Yeah. she's ageless yeah. by Ramona. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, when I think of Barbie, I think of someone who's like 24 tops. I guess first. that makes sense. But then how is she a doctor already? And uh, exactly. Uh, other she's things, ageless. Right? But OK, I think that by Ramona. I saw this. Really, she just, <laughs> I saw this. She just said that. I saw this really adorable video of the beautiful Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling this morning where Margot was talking about how like she was attached to the movie and they were now trying to cast Ken and that she had seen this video of Ryan Gosling like stopping people in just like a regular paparazzi video from his like regular life of him like not even in a movie like stopping random people from fighting like on the street or something and she was saying how like the person who is who plays Ken will need to be like willing to come second to the Barbie character, like that's who that actor plays and that they would have to be like kind of secure enough to be like number two in the movie with like a female director and like mm -hmm. the the way this movie is. And she was like, I could just tell that Ryan was going to be the perfect guy for this for this role. Well, I read I read somewhere that like actors are also like even more attractive it's like the opposite of influencers. Like influencers, when you see them in person, are less attractive. And actors, when you see them in person, are like much more attractive than any pictures you've seen of them. I think that makes sense because actors also, when you see them in doing their jobs, like they don't always, they're not always looking their most they glamorous. They're looking like the role. Right. It's HD, really HD on a huge screen. <laughs> yeah. And influencers are always kind of like editing themselves in many cases. Not everyone, obviously, but in a lot of cases, or picking the most attractive photo, even just right. if you pick the most attractive yeah. photo of yourself always. And they're always doing minus 0.5, you know? So it's like. <laughs> and there's a lot of effort that goes into that. So you're always looking your best rather than actors who are like kind of look shitty on occasion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, shall we discuss Jonah, Jonah Hill? Jonah, Jonah Hill? Literally cannot avoid Jonah Hill headlines. You guys obviously have seen it. I'm excited to hear what you think about it. I like... I'm, I can't wait till this is off of my feed, but um, Duran, what do you think? The first I had heard of it was from Sammy, who showed me like the screenshot. Did you? I don't know how you found it because you just found the screenshots that she was posting. I yeah no, I feel like I saw it almost like a day before it went really big, and then I sent it to you, but I didn't yeah. really have any context on it. It was like on a weird account, and I I was like, what? Oh, I follow that account. They post great stuff. Glorified <laughs> Gossip Girl. They're great. They post amazing things. Just big fan. But um, so basically, like, she had just screenshotted all of Sarah Brady's posts on her story. I was sort of confused about the context. And at that point, no one was really talking about it. So I just sort of sent it to you, Jordana, and then didn't really think about it much. And then it really blew up. Then it really blew up. And I don't know. My feelings have sort of... I have a lot of different areas of opinions. Right. This is kind of a complex. Yeah. There's a lot I feel like that goes into this. I feel like there's like a lot of weird nuanced things about this story, which add or take away from the thing. And people feel very strongly about it that I've seen like on Twitter in one direction or another. Like I've seen a lot of interesting takes on it. I think that many of them are valid. I think the fact that I guess he made his own like therapy movie has some context to it. Yeah, when I first read it, I was like, I didn't, first of all, I never watched Stutz. It's a little boring, I thought. (laughs) Right, like my- I I liked it, but I didn't like Jonah Hill in it. You did say that a while ago when it first came out, I remember. Yeah. Do we want to summarize? It's hard to summarize, because it's like hard to summarize without reading like all the texts. Because like, I think the nuance comes in sort of the interpretation of the texts. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think at this point, everybody's read the text. Yeah, everyone knows what the texts say. So context that I was not aware of when I first saw them, that was that A, Jonah Hill had just like had a baby with a different woman. I I guess I knew he had broken up with Sarah Brady, but I didn't didn't even realize he was dating a new person, to be honest with you. I didn't either. Let alone anywhere near having a baby. So I was A, confused about that. I also didn't really understand why she had posted these now especially when Stutz had been out a while ago if that was kind of like the impetus the impetus yeah it seemed a little random but then I realized that I think it might have come as like a a response to did you see what happened with Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend was that a response to that not a response but like kind of independent things independent but I do feel like they sort of maybe she was partly inspired by that to do it now the Kiki Palmer thing seems so much like extremely straightforwardly fucked up to me. I think they both are straightforwardly fucked up, but the difference is that his was 
public already. So it wasn't like she revealed that he did this. Like people he saw. Revealed, he revealed yeah, that he yeah, did this. Yeah, right. no, because he commented it publicly. So my feeling is like after that pile on where just for context, anyone who doesn't know, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend and father of their child basically commented on about an outfit that she had worn to. I don't remember what concert it was. Was Beyonce? I don't know. She's dancing with Usher. Yeah. Oh, she was dancing. Okay. So she's like dancing in like at a concert and her boyfriend comments like or her partner comments like you shouldn't be wearing something that's like you're a mom. Basically like you shouldn't be wearing that because you're a mom. Shaming her outfit because she's a mom. And people like pot, you know, obviously piled onto him because that's a fucked up thing to say. And they're currently together. I think I think they might have broken up. After this tweet? After yeah, this I happened. Okay. I mean, but at the so time why, he tweeted this, that's they're why currently I was confused together. Yeah. All the headlines are like either boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. Well, because he like, was her boyfriend. Is, who is the person? I, yeah. To me, this is a breakup of all offense. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that is what happened. That's right. why the headlines are mixed. So then that's sort of my, I wonder if that like, because that was a big conversation sort of around the internet. So I wonder if that's sort of what's, what drove her to do it then? I mean, to me, it's kind of like this is they're to me, they're very different in that one is like, this is your current partner. This is the mother of your child. And you're publicly like you're publicly trying to embarrass them on the Internet. No, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to compare. I didn't mean to like set them yeah. as a comparison. I'm, I was just thinking about like the context of like why she released them at the time she did. Because they're sort of in the same vein of like, regardless of whether one is done publicly or privately, like trying to control your partner, what they're wearing and shaming them for what they're wearing because of based on like their characteristics. I think that that's I wonder if that's what made her do it like at that moment. That's just my theory on maybe why she did it at that point. I read that she said that that she waited for them to have the baby for her to release these things. That doesn't make any sense. To, I mean, I, I believe you read it, but I'm saying like, I, that, yeah. I don't even understand what that logic, why that logic is better because the baby would now, you know, baby can make their own decision. Like what's the, what, why? What's the, why, do the that doesn't yeah. really, yeah. The timing seems weird to me. I do think obviously this relationship, extremely unhealthy, not a good relationship. Whether you want to say it's emotionally abusive or not, I don't know that it's that straightforward. I think it is obviously like he seems like very insecure and very lame. And like the texts are very like, you know, controlling. Yes, for sure. But I don't know that it to me, I don't know that it warrants putting the screenshots as anything else other than revenge to me. Yeah, I mean, I I am in no position to speak to the abuse. I don't think that the texts were OK. I, I'm going to. I, I will say I really think the texts are very much not okay. And like if I read that of a friend's text, I would and I were then to go talk to someone else about it, I would use the term emotional abuse to describe it. So like but I again I don't want to like therapize because that's also part of the conversation. But mm-hmm. regardless, I think that they're really fucked up texts. My question is like with the reveal to your point about like the revenge and the revealing is like I guess when you put in the context of like he's tried to position himself as this like mentally healthy person, but he isn't my then I'm like, okay, well, then I see why you might put that out when that show came out. And like that sort of made sense to me. But 
I guess I just don't really, my question is like, at what point does this, what if he wasn't famous? Like, what if he was just like someone, just two people dating? Would releasing that person's text be like on the internet, even on your like private account to all the people you know, or let's say like in a high school or a college, if someone like released other people's texts because they thought that like it was revenge or it was emotional abuse, whatever it is. I guess I'm like, what are the implications for thinking like all, you know, that's kind of okay at every circumstance. But I also understand why, like if she had come forward and said, Jonah Hill was emotionally abusive to me that people would have been like show the proof Mm -hmm. so she's in a tough position as someone who wants to come forward I feel like I personally didn't have like enough context and maybe still don't on like why she did this at this particular point like that's the thing that is still confusing to me like I don't feel if she had positioned it, maybe like I don't want to yeah. pick her apart. Like, yeah, I think it opened up like a lot of good conversation yeah. in the public the though, because because emotional abuse, like I was reading about it because of this whole thing. It's like so there's like subtle emotional abuse. There's like so many variations of it, and it's really, really, really hard. If you're in it, it's really hard to pinpoint and hard to get out. And so, like people who are who have who feel it but can't like prove it necessarily without like physical abuse or it becoming violent like I think in a way like sure maybe it was revenge or whatever her intentions are I think it was the conversation being made public is a good thing because you can sort of read the, the the comments around it that said, though, there it's not a good thing when, for those people, when you see a lot of the backlash being like, this is why men shouldn't be in therapy, or like the therapy speak and all of that. There was like a lot of memes about that. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart and this one is not only very soft and comfortable like I can move my arms around but I really really like it it just looks really cute and it's like western western so in right now and then I also love the white jacket I got it's like off white but it has this blue stitching and it's like I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders perhaps on my vacation I'm just really into it and Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. I just think that, like, I agree with that, and it's not always so easy or, or obvious when something is emotionally abusive, but I don't, I think she's also, like, I just, I think about the fact that, like, if someone shared 
if I think about all every relationship I've ever had and someone went through all my texts with that person and shared the worst things that I had ever said and just mine and just cropped it and just sent it in an effort, what it feels like kind of to destroy my career. It's not like they sent it to me and we're like, when you sent these things, it was really hurtful and I found it to be emotionally abusive. It doesn't, I think there is a level of, to me, it didn't seem worthy of that. I'm going to be, my, that's my opinion. And someone might disagree and that's okay. To me, I saw those texts and I was like, they're fucked up, but I didn't seem to me to be like, that. I didn't think that was okay. And I think that we've all, again, if someone went through all of the texts that we've ever sent someone, I'm sure someone could pick something in it that felt emotionally abusive to the other person or fucked up. And I just didn't think it was right. I think that it was weird that Jonah Hill even said those things, especially put them in writing, knowing that he's famous, seemed like a very stupid move. And again, he seems extremely insecure. And I don't think that the texts are okay. Right. But I also don't think that they're necessarily, like that this was done in a healthy way either, the way that she posted them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I mean, two things. Both things can be true, you know? right? That's that's mm -hmm. why I'm just so confused on like the timeline and like maybe I missed something. But like, did she ever say, "Oh, like I'm putting this out so that you like I can start a"? Oh, she shouldn't. I I feel badly picking her like intentions apart because I do think his texts are really. Think about the list. Like that is really, really, really fucked up. And I do think there is a conversation around like weaponizing therapy that should be had well it's more like he's calling it these are my boundaries when really he should like if he was really being emotionally healthy what he would say could say is when these things happen i feel really insecure when i see right. you when i see you surfing with other men i know i'm being ridiculous but i feel really insecure when i see pictures when i see that there's people you know we put up these pictures i get really jealous like yeah those are all things that are like okay to say and mm -hmm. don't make you a monster. Like the way he phrases them are, is really fucked up because he's trying to basically like moralize them and say like, if you want to be a model, like go live like some superficial, lame, losery life. And like, that's okay. That's cool. Like he's saying it in like a... He's threatening like, her. An aggressive, way. like... Ag right. The fact that he like... The boundaries of like, I don't like these things that you do. It's not my preference. And I don't like want and I prefer to be with someone who's more private on social media that's like totally fine to me like I then he should have just been like that's what I'm saying we aren't he's, we aren't a match I'm gonna break up with well, that's you. what like, I'm that's saying that's actually that's the, that would it's be like he made the an ultimatum. If, if, he had a, if he had a good therapist to like actually help him realize that all of this shit he's saying is about him and not her like that's how he would phrase these things I don't think that the list of things that he wants in a partner is like right or wrong but the way that he presents them to her is like controlling and like not the way you should do it right and and i think it's the fact that he but thinks that, that he's being this like hero by right. having these boundaries that he calls boundaries they're really ultimatums i just find it also the whole thing about the surfing and like there's so much about surfing that's not surf culture and like yeah the surf culture and then you see the photos of him surfing and you're all just like this is all like the topics that like the things like you're saying how he's so insecure, like all these top the, t the things that he thinks about feel so just. But he's not calling. Right, he's not he's not owning his own insecurity, which is no, why, no. again, he's he's projecting his insecurity onto there being something wrong with her, which is the manipulative. Right. Like, right. Unhealthy thing that he's doing. Right. 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 And I do see if you are you're an ex-girlfriend and he did all that shit to you and then he goes and like positions himself as like 
this enlightened mental health documenting so progressive celebrity. And then like, this is really, this is like what you are in a relationship. I feel like that just means that you're, you should not be in a relationship at this moment. And yeah, the documentary wasn't him saying that he was like, like it was more about his therapist and how his therapist was, was like, great. Yeah. But he chose to make, right. That's a choice to make because the therapist was like sick. And so he wanted to document his life. And like things that he's done or like his methods. But what I didn't, and I I liked that. I thought that was like a cool thing to see. The part that I didn't like so much was just Jonah Hill being Jonah Hill. And it came off. And yeah, he talks about his insecurity, like especially about his body. Like that's a big one. It's just, he comes off so image conscious that like this this all makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think no one can argue that Jonah Hill isn't extremely insecure from seeing from any of this stuff. Like that to me is the one like absolute truth here. Like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, now it seems like it does seem like she got out of the relationship. I mean, they she did post she posted texts from po- from after her relationship, from after they had ended it. And there, did you see the text where she was like, just because of my own chicks over dicks code i would appreciate if you would tell the new girl you are dating that you've been like providing support for me you've been texting me sexting me and he like blew up at her for saying like no i didn't like we haven't seen each other in two months i came to your apartment because she went to law school in hawaii basically so they broke up i think because of that and they hadn't like spoken for it seems like about like two months ish and I don't know. It was just very like he could have just been like, yeah, I'll tell her, you know, <laughs> it, I don't know. It didn't see again, like the part of the reason that they're all like entangled, too, though, to me is like part of that to me seems like it seems like her motivation for posting these texts are not just to warn. Right. The millions of other people that could come across Jonah Hill like he's a celebrity. No, like, not he's Jonah Hill, someone. but like emotional abuse, like what it looks like. All right. Well. I feel like we could talk about this forever and it's clearly I don't know if it's over but we'll see what happens but who are we sending to the Caymans to not surf but go (laughs) sell timeshares I think it's pretty clear we are sending um, Jonah Hill regardless of her releasing the text or not I think he can go just to get some perspective maybe I think Darius Jackson Kiki Palmer's boyfriend deserves to go more personally i think that was more fucked up i think we could send him i think he's a good candidate also we could get two tickets this time send them both together maybe, maybe we could send a maybe better therapist a little them. a little competition for timeshare sales is good for everyone it is it is i think so i mean i would britney spears deserves to go first class because she's already said she wants to in her caption she's going to, the she's, game. <laughs> she's going to bermuda bahamas yeah Okay, so we can send them both. Maybe we send them both on like main cabin. Like they don't even go comfort plus. Okay, cool. They can they can Last hum- humble themselves there. We should send them the therapist from Succession who, <laughs> who broke his head who in the broke pool. His, te- his tooth. Yeah. Tooth, yeah. He has to go toothless. But not homeless. Um <laughs> Okay, (laughs) what reviewer is going to where they want to go, hypothetically? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have a good one. 
so we we were we had like a sexy conversation after the idol and um we asked you guys to submit like your favorite like non-gratuitous sex scene and they're finally like apple finally uploaded them so there's some good ones i'm gonna read a, a great review here all right, this is from Han.house. She says she enjoys the interaction. She says, love listening to you ladies each week. I feel like you're relatable and half the time one of you doesn't have any idea what's going on <laughs> and the others then find it not easy to explain. <laughs> that is so um, true. Um, she she got us. Also, a sex scene that is important to the plot, dirty dancing. It's pretty tasteful as far as sex scenes go too. I have a confession. I've never seen Dirty Dancing. Oh, my God. What? You should. It's a great movie. I will. I will. Oh, my God. No, Holly's freaking out in the chat. In the corner. I you... know the line. And trust me, I will quote it as if I have seen the movie. But I have not seen the movie. Um, I don't know what I don't know what happened when, like, I was supposed to see that. But it did, just didn't happen. I'll I don't report think you're going to watch it. <laughs> you don't think I will? No. It might happen. I think it's going to slip your mind. And you're going to be like like on a thread or something you're gonna be like i forgot completely and you know, it we never know maybe i could bring it up in our obscure segment next week oh where are we sending her where are we gonna send her um where does she want to go she didn't tell us where she wants to go but clearly she loves she dirty dancing so maybe we should send her to um the cat skills the cat skills oh the cat skills that's right. um no let's send her we somewhere can send more her to, glam. There are some really nice no they have really She's nice places with in the Sammy. cat skills to but. Taylor Swift in LA. Yes. Okay, maybe she'll like yes. that. It's going to be really fun. We're going to get we're going to pick our outfits. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um all right. Well, this is fun guys. And that is it for this week's Epatches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham and follow me at Sammy and tune in next week to the Epatches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Bold, unforgettable, and a tall glass of much more than water. Sparkling Ice is the anything but subtle bottle of tasty goodness made with an anti-soda attitude and more antioxidants. With over 17 original flavors, fizzing with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. Pick one up and put the ah back in your day. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches.